0: Grace to you and peace from God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, today is special. We get a bonus gospel reading. This comes from the Gospel of Luke, the second chapter. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to the custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it. Have you, ever, have you ever lost only to win? You know, I, I like the expression, have you ever lost the battle only to end up winning the war? The proverbial war, I guess you might say. Have you ever had something happen to you where at the moment it seemed like the worst? It seemed just like something bad, only to find out that it had actually prepared you for something else entirely? Maybe it was something small, you you failed a test, and all of a sudden you realize, "Mm, I should really study a little bit more. All of a sudden, winging it doesn't really work, and you find out the hard way. Or maybe it's something else, your child goes on summer camp for two weeks, and the first week is glorious, it's quiet, it's calm, it's easygoing, but then as the second week draws on, you Realize that the house feels a little empty. Nobody's leaping out of the corner to say boo, nobody's doing anything. It's almost too quiet. But yet, in a way, it prepares you for the reality that your child will eventually move out. They'll eventually go to college and start their own life, and they'll eventually be moving on. And you have that little moment of realization that this moment has actually begun to prepare you for that process. Or maybe it's something even more. Maybe your family suffered a tragedy. And you you, you spent a long time to get over that tragedy. But then when you finally got over the tragedy, and you're asking yourself, why did God allow this to happen? You actually find that you're able to talk to others about your tragedy. Maybe even help others in their moments of need, in their moments of crisis, in their moment where they need support. You find that you can give it because you've been there, you've done that, and you know what it's like. Have you ever had something happened that prepared you for something else, even if you didn't know it at the time? You know, several weeks ago, our text was the wedding at Cana. Where Jesus turns the water into wine. And one of the things that we talked about was that shift of family dynamics. That shift. Jesus had begun his earthly ministry, and he was now on his path that was going to lead him to Jerusalem. And Mary was dealing with the fact that that was a change, that was a change in their whole dynamics. And we don't know if that was the first time that that change had happened or if there were other examples or instances, but we know in that story, in that text, you could kind of see that shift taking place. So this morning, we take a little bit of a step back and we go even further back. And we look at Mary and Joseph and the boy Jesus. We don't have a lot of text of the boy Jesus. But here in this one text, we have an example of something, an event that occurs. And in a weird sense, it it kind of prepares Mary for what's to come. It prepares Mary for the reality that there is a time when Jesus' earthly ministry will begin, when there will be that shift and that change in family dynamics that prepares Mary for ultimately what is coming. Sometimes I love the way calendars just, they just line up. And sometimes they really do. It works in your favor. They line up absolutely perfectly. Today is Transfiguration Sunday. The Sunday that we celebrate that Jesus took a few of his disciples up on a mountaintop and transfigured. Actually, I like the Greek better. This is one of the few times where the Greek word actually almost sounds better than the English word. He transmorphed. That's the word. He transmorphed in front of them. And all of a sudden, was changed. His appearance was changed. Elijah and Moses were there, him there with him. And we see this great thing. And we could talk about a lot of stuff. We could talk about the the uncreated or unborrowed light. I like the the, the hymn we sang, the unborrowed light. We could talk about Elijah and Moses representing the law and the prophets there, talking about how the law and the prophets have prophesied about Christ coming this whole time. They've all been about Christ. We could talk about the voice of God from heaven. We could talk about all of these things. But one of the things that we sometimes fail to even mention, to fail to even talk about, is the three disciples that were with Him. Those disciples, they were there. But notice, Jesus is on His way to Jerusalem. He's on his way to suffer. He's on his way to basically be tortured and to die. And there's those three disciples. The three disciples that are there experience a lot. All the disciples experience a lot, but think of Peter, for instance. Peter, who is there. Who in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus tells Peter that he is going to be sifted like wheat by Satan. That he is going to go through this extraordinary time of testing and temptation and yet there in the back of peter's mind he has the transfiguration where jesus transfigured and showed a glimpse of his glory a glimpse of who he truly was that they were able to see that now it's not going to stop everything from happening obviously it doesn't stop peter from denying jesus three times it doesn't stop peter from his doubts It doesn't stop Peter from his struggles. But surely there was something there in the back of his mind. This transfiguration was preparing him for what he was going to experience and go through as he witnessed the suffering and death of Christ. We have two stories of preparation Preparing to let go, preparing preparing for this event, preparing for all of these things that were taking place. And so we might begin to ask that question of ourselves What has God prepared you for? What are some of the experiences that you've had in your lives that God has used you, that God has prepared you? What has He done? Where in your life have you been prepared to help? Have you been pre- prepared to be the hands and feet hand and feet to Je- of Jesus to those people that need it the most? How has God been working in your life and preparing you in your life to be there for somebody? To be there for the people that you love and care about. Because ultimately, God is preparing us. It doesn't always seem like it. And sometimes it certainly doesn't feel like it. But God is preparing us. Even as we gather here. Even as we gather here around His Word and His sacrament. God is preparing us. God is strengthening our hearts and our minds. He is strengthening us in faith. So that when we walk out these doors. When we go into a sinful world filled with all kinds of awfulness, that we can cling yet more to the very cross of Christ. Not by our own power, but by the Holy Spirit, which we receive here through word and sacrament. He is preparing us, strengthening us in faith, so that one day we will be with Him for all of eternity. He is preparing us. And so how has He prepared you specifically because he prepares us all differently he prepares us all differently for different things and different tasks to help different people so how has god prepared you in jesus name amen and now may the peace of christ which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in christ jesus amen